Welcome to Feed Your Health, a weekly podcast with your host, Morgan Shepard, where we'll be taking a deep dive into the big dial movers of health, focusing on movement, nutrition, and stress management. You'll get tangible takeaways, tactical knowledge, and exclusive stories to inspire and empower you on your transformational health journey. Let's get thriving. Welcome to the podcast. Today, we're actually going to be talking about failure and effort. So something that often seems to get muddled when we're talking about fitness and nutrition is this idea of trial and error. Many people have a fixed mindset around failure, believing that it's like the end or like a barrier to a situation. They believe that failure halts progress. And a lot of us grow up with this idea that if we fail, we're somehow less than, less worthy, we're bad people, we're not good enough, and we never will be. Failure is an ultimatum. You failed. Therefore, you are rejected from some aspect of society. And unfortunately, this way of thinking only brings out shame and self-loathing and hatred. I know, for the longest time, I sat in these types of feelings. And I was so afraid of failure that I didn't let myself try things. I was so afraid to look stupid or have other people judge me that I didn't want to be seen trying. In fact, in a lot of my life, I'm still kind of like that. It's a hard mindset to let go of. And it ties into my struggle with perfectionism, too, because I felt that if I couldn't do something perfectly the first time, that I was automatically a failure. And that there was no point in even attempting to do something. I was literally setting expectations for myself that were completely irrational and unattainable. Now, I don't know if you've ever felt like that, but... I know a lot of Virgos definitely struggle with perfectionism. And I think part of it probably stemmed from the fact that my brother was incredibly smart, constantly on the honor roll, always beating me at every game, board games, and made it look easy. Like it didn't look like he had to work for any of the things that he was able to achieve. I hated losing so much that I would sometimes forfeit the board game because I knew I was going to lose. I was too afraid to lose. And I, not seeing my brother work hard on things, sort of gave me this underlying idea that hard work and effort was bad. Like, if in order to be good at something, it had to come easy. It had to be a talent. And I even translate that into some of the sports that I've done. Like, even as an ice hockey player and as a triathlete. And even now, with weight training, I find ways to micro-quit on myself. I let my fear of failure overpower my ability to try something or to push my limits. You know, and and as I said recently, with the weightlifting, my fear is showing up there as well. Like, I'm afraid to push more weight in the gym because I'm not sure if I'm worried that it's going to hurt or my form is going to be wrong and I'm going to, like, break something or drop a weight on myself. And sometimes I just convince myself that it's okay to go easy. I don't have to push it today. It's fine. So I don't ever really get out of my comfort zone. We're working on this. But the key here is that if you've ever experienced this, it's part of your human response to keep yourself safe. Discomfort is a sign that something is wrong and it throws your body into fight, flight, or freeze. The reality is that the way that we get better at something is actually by putting our body through stress, recovering, and adapting. So the only way to improve is actually to learn to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. As cliche as that sound, I'm sure you've heard it before. 
But I think it's important to look at failure not as a barrier to progress, but as an opportunity to learn and to keep going. Don't be afraid of failure, but look at it as part of your experiment. You're experimenting with different things. And if you fail, that really just shows you where you need to make modifications, you know, and redirect your path so that you can continue to make progress. Really, instead of trial and error, it should be trial and correction. So if you're at all like me, then here's your permission slip to let go of old ideas about failure and effort. You will have moments you look stupid. You will have moments where you will feel judged. You will absolutely have moments where you feel like you don't know what you're doing and nothing seems to be working. But none of those are reasons to give up, throw in the towel, or hold back. The more that you move through these moments of discomfort, the more resilience you develop. You're actually teaching yourself that you are safe, even though your body's first reaction is to fight it. So I'm going to bring up this little section from therapy. I had a car accident in July, and when I get into cars now, I have a lot of PTSD around that. And a lot of it is in my body. So, you know, if a car comes too close to my car, my body reacts and I go into this like heightened state of emotion where everything is tense and there's a lot of tension. And one of the things that my therapist has talked me through working on is the process of just being in my body and breathing into the moment and relaxing into the situation and like feeling where the tension is coming from because trauma is stored in your body. And so in the same way that these moments of failure bring up tension and this fear that you want to run from something and you want to fight it, what she has asked me to do is to tell myself I'm safe. Just the act of telling myself that I'm safe in that moment, I hear it, you know, it doesn't make the tension go away, but it helps calm me to the point where I'm like, oh, you know, The more that I tell myself that I'm safe, the more I feel safe. Sort of a similar situation. Not really, but kind of. There's a connection there. We're going to try and draw it. Anyways, basically, when you're in your heightened sense of fear about failing or looking stupid or being judged, any of those things, tell yourself that you're safe. Nobody's going to hurt you. Not intentionally, really. I mean, there's some assholes out there, but just disregard them for now. (laughs) But like fear comes because we have doubt and we feel unsafe. So if you rationalize with yourself that you're feeling safe and you are actually safe, then you're less inclined to feel that tension. I'm slowly learning to develop a growth mindset around failure and accept that even though I don't like failing and it doesn't feel good right now, that's how I'm going to learn. That's how I'm going to grow. Because it shows me my weaknesses. It shows me what I don't know. So it gives me the chance to be like, okay, I failed at this thing. What do I need to do next time? What do I need to do to improve on this situation? Where do I need to put my effort and concentrate on things to achieve my goals? Every iteration is a chance to improve. Just like each new day on your transformational journey is a chance to make a focused effort towards your goal. You know, you might be afraid of failure. You might be a perfectionist that just feels like you can't do things unless you do them perfectly. 
but let go of that idea because we get the most improvement through learning, through growth. And that can only come from situations where we can learn something and situations where we can be like, oh, you know, hopefully that makes sense. So we often struggle with failure because our internal talk is super negative. We have a negativity bias as humans. We focus on the negative. We know this. And when we are stuck in this cycle of negative talk, it makes us feel shitty for failing. And I think a lot of society, a lot of the way that we're brought up is that we're taught that failure is bad. We're taught that hard effort means that you're not gifted or talented. And ironically, we also have hustle culture, which tells us that we have to work so hard that we die. But the point I'm getting at here is that well, I would love to just be able to say that you should talk kinder to yourself. I know it's not that simple. Learning to talk nicely to oneself is a practice. It's not going to happen overnight. It's actually one of the reasons why a lot of people use affirmations, because even if you don't necessarily believe it right away, it's a positive statement about yourself that you're repeating over and over, maybe in a mirror, maybe writing it down. But the more you say it, the more your mind is focused on it, the more that you think it. So then you might begin to believe it. It doesn't happen overnight. It's a practice and it forces you to say nice things about yourself. And changing how you talk about yourself is going to take time, but it is possible. So starting small with things like that, maybe a little phrase a day, maybe five minutes in the mirror. That's also why I talk about awareness one of the aspects of awareness is beginning to notice when you are negatively talking about yourself and stopping yourself, reframing that thought into something more positive. Oh my God, I failed today. No, wait, I didn't. I learned something today. I got a lesson out of today. What can I take away from this situation rather than beating yourself up over a situation? You know, I talked about radical neutrality at one point not in this podcast, but a different one, and how, you know, looking at failure from a position of neutrality, rather than calling it a good or a bad thing, it is just what happened. What can you learn from the situation? How can you utilize it to benefit your progress? Same thing goes for positive talk about yourself. One thing for me is that I found that the less judgmental I was of other people, that the less judgmental I was of myself. So maybe this means that you don't partake in office gossip. And maybe that means that you avoid saying negative things about other people. Avoid talking about your spouses and your partners negatively. Anytime you notice yourself talking judgmentally or negatively or in an unempathetic way about somebody else's experience, check yourself. You don't need to say that. It's not necessary. I know we all do it. We all do it because we like to talk, but it's not serving you and it's actually hurting you because the more you talk about it, the more you focus on the negative things in other people, which means that you're also focusing on the negative things in yourself or what you believe to be negative about yourself. And so you're perpetuating this negative thought cycle. What if you tried looking at people from a positive perspective? What if you tried saying nice things about people rather than judging them? I mean, I think we could all do with a little less criticism in the world. And ultimately, at the end of the day, remembering that failure isn't about worth or your value. It's just something that happened. It's just a process that we go through as part of learning. And it's a necessary part of change. You know, there's this whole stigma around failing, but like we literally cannot grow without failure. So I don't know why somehow 
we've turned it into a negative thing, but it's not. Find a way to change your perspective on it. It is there to serve you. It is there to show you how you can grow, what you can learn, what you can improve upon. It's kind of like if you go and you take your car into the shop and they give you this whole big list of things that are needing to be fixed on your car. Your car didn't fail. It just has things that need to be fixed. And then you follow the list and you're like, I'm going to pay for this. I'm not going to pay for that. We're not going to get into how car shops take your money. But my point is that basically that little slip of paper tells you what direction to go in. Failure does the same thing. It's just a little piece of paper that tells you what happened. And you can use it to serve you. So try shifting your mindset around failure and also effort because we are taught that people have innate talents and they're born with gifts and young children, they might get good grades for several years in school and they look like they don't have to work hard at all of these things. But like that doesn't mean that they don't have to work hard eventually. Your innate gifts and talents will only take you so far you can then still continue to grow. You can always get better at something. You can always improve upon your skills that you have. And that will take effort. It doesn't come magically. You know, a lot of people are looking at social media and being like, oh, look at these influencers. They have thousands of followers and they're, they're doing so well and all of this stuff. But they've been doing this for years and years and years. Businesses don't just bloom out of nowhere. There's no overnight success. It is the process of all of the things that the person has gone through to get them to the point where they are at. And everything builds upon itself. So change your perspective around failure. Change your perspective around effort. Both of them are necessary to move forward. And neither of them are bad. Hopefully you found some of this useful. Hopefully some of it made sense and resonated with you. If you want some more helpful messages directly in your inbox, sign up for my newsletter. I'll link it in the show notes. You can also follow me, subscribe, all of that jazz on socials. Leave me a rating and review. I'd love to hear your feedback. As always, endlessly appreciative of all of my listeners. Thank you so much for being here, and I'll talk to you next week. Ciao!